Hello, hello. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to It's Me, Michelle Castro, the podcast. And this month, shocker, in November, we are going to focus on gratitude and thankfulness. And the crazier thing is, I think in the, this is the third year of the podcast, I don't think we've ever spent a full month on gratitude and thankfulness. So I'm really excited to spend some time here this month. And just to give you a little backstory of how this came about, sure, we could spend some time and we could talk about all the things that we're grateful for. We're thankful for the way the Lord provides and the things that he's done for us and our family and our husbands and so on and so on and so on and so on. And we absolutely are. And I hope you are taking some time, not just this month, but every single day of your life to thank the Lord for something he has given you and done for you and everything in between. But last year at our women's Bible study, we went through the book of Acts. And this year we're doing First and Second Samuel. And we're doing a study that is not completely by Jen Wilkin. I think there's a few other contributors to it. But what I love about this particular study is that there is such a concentration and a pointing to the character of God. A few months ago, I think it was episode uh, 292, I shared something that may have been shocking to you, but the Bible's not about you. The Bible's not about me. The Bible, God's word, is to point us to him, to who he is. And It's very, very easy, especially if you live in a Western civilization, you know, a first world country, to think that everything's about us because it seems to be sometimes. We make it that way. But the reality is the Bible is to point us to the character of God. And as I was reading through the Bible the first time and I did an episode, um, I think it is, I wrote it down so that I wouldn't forget, but now I can't find it. Um, anyways, oh, episode 296, where I shared seven things that stood out to me while I, w- I read through the Bible. And even as I was going through the Bible the first time, I had an earlier episode, or maybe it was just a post, but I think it was an earlier episode where I talked about some other things that stuck out to me as I was reading through the Bible. And I'm seeing it again. And I love how when you read through the Bible, it doesn't matter how many times there's something new because God's word is active and working, right? It's alive. And so we can see things. And what I feel the Lord is opening my eyes to more than anything is his character, to find his character and who he is in the pages of God's word. If you have done the Bible recap, I've talked about it so many different times, but that is how I'm going through the Bible this time. Um, And I shared it in the past, even when I was doing the five-day reading plan, as I would follow along and listen to the podcast that corresponded to the passages that I read that day. And what I love that Tara Lee Cobble does is she always asks, what is your God shot? How did you see God? And it gives you this different lens. I don't know about you, but too often it's like, okay, Lord, what are you saying about me? How does this apply to my situation? And sure, there might be times when it so is applicable to a situation, maybe where you need to humble yourself or you need to be more kind or the Lord is showing you those things and he absolutely will. But I believe more than anything, he wants us to understand who he is. And so today I want to focus on being grateful for 
the fact that God is immutable. So Webster's defines immutable as not capable of or susceptible to change. Not capable of. Like it's not even a possibility. It's not even like out there a little bit. It is not capable and not even is it not capable. It's not susceptible. So God is not capable or susceptible to change. I don't know about you, but I change my mind all the time. Does your husband ever look at you and say, so what do you want for dinner? And you're like, um, well, I think I want, or no, I don't. Or you sit down at a restaurant. I was at a restaurant last night with some friends and we're looking at this menu and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. Oh, no, 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 that looks good. That Like I change my mind all the time. I'm not going to eat any carbs. Well, just kidding. I might eat that one carb or, okay, I'm only going to eat lean protein or I'm only going to do this or, you know, I, 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 all of a sudden I love flare jeans. Oh no, I don't like flare jeans. I love eggs. I hate eggs. Like I am changing my mind constantly. I want my hair up. No, I'm going to put it down. Or I want my nails painted. No, I don't want my nails painted. I don't like, you know, the process of getting it off or, you know, I like these shoes. No, I don't like these shoes. You get the idea. Like I am changing my mind all the time. And these are kind of not important things, right? These are super insignificant things in our lives. What about those more important things? Like, I I hate to admit it, but my moods are not consistent. Sure, I could blame it on a thousand different things, but the reality is it's my sin, right? Because I'm just all over the map. And yes, hormones, blah, 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 blah. But There's times where my hormones are totally fine and my moods are all over the place. The way I respond to my husband isn't always consistent. The way I respond to my kids isn't always consistent. And if you think that's not true, listen to how your children respond to one another and how they respond to you. They are little mirrors of you. How many times, this is a side note, but how many times have you listened to your kids and you're like, oh my goodness, how dare you speak to your sister like that? I'm like, oh, right, because you heard me. But the fact is that I change all the time. I'm changing. I'm not consistent in my punishment, in my discipline, in what I say too often, sadly, but it's true. I changed my mind. But thank goodness. Thank goodness. I am not your standard. I'm not anybody's standard. God is the standard. And after that little diatribe there on all the ways that I have not been consistent, aren't you so glad that God is not not capable or susceptible to change? Hallelujah and amen. And what if we started looking at things through that lens? Whatever we're going through, like God is the standard and he's asked us to obey him and he will always stay the same. Malachi 3.6 says, for the Lord, for I, the Lord, do not change, period, end of story. 1 Samuel 15, 29. I love this and I want to give a little context to this. So this is where um, Saul has been anointed king and Saul does not um, honor the Lord. He doesn't love the Lord. He's not following the Lord. He's doing whatever the heck he wants to do. And then kind of like throwing God in when it like 
when it's good, when it appeases him, when it's kind of like the right thing to do, when it makes sense, and when it just kind of fits and works. So God has told Samuel, or I'm sorry, God has told Saul to annihilate the entire um, group of, um, I can't remember um who it is anyways the the Amalekites that's who it is and Samuel and Saul sorry too many s names Saul's like um okay that's cool but you know they left the best of the land and or the the best of the animals and they didn't kill the king and God was like no 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 I told you to destroy to utterly annihilate these people because they are against me they hate me they despise me they do not honor me and so Samuel tells Saul, like, you have disobeyed. Like, God is not happy with this. This is not okay. And Saul tries to, like, make things right. And he's like, I've sinned. I'm so sorry. Please, you know, please go and and pardon me and return that, you know, that I can bow before the Lord. And Samuel's like, no, I'm not going to return with you. Like, this is not going to happen. You've rejected the word of God and the Lord has rejected you from being king of it over Israel. And Sam and Saul in like one last ditch effort, um, ditch effort, he reaches out and he grabs Samuel's uh, robe and it tears. And Samuel tells him, the Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you this day and has given it to a neighbor of yours who is better than you. And then verse 29, it says, and also the glory, capital G, glory of Israel will not lie or have regret for he is not a man that he should have regret. Our God doesn't change. While God says, you know what, I I do not want you, Saul, to be king. You have defied me. Our God does not change. Nothing nothing new happened. God was not surprised at the way Saul responded here. And Samuel wants to make it very clear. The glory of Israel will not lie or have regret. He's not man. He's not like you and I that we change our mind and we have regret and we do things differently, you know, from day to day. Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not man. I love how many times he says this. God is not man that he should lie or a son of man that he should change his mind. Has he said and will he not do it? Or has he spoken and will he not fulfill it? Yes, he's spoken. He is our God. He does not change. I love in Hebrews 6, um, Hebrews is such a great book. Again, I did a study in the book of Hebrews, and I think I've shared this before. Each chapter in Hebrews is pointing to a hero of the faith, somebody who's amazing and that we would look up to, but it's very clear that they are not better than Jesus. So they're great, they're good, it's awesome, but somebody better is available and it's Jesus. And so in chapter um, six, he's talking about Abraham and the promise that God made to Abraham. And um, and I love this in the Amplified Version, verse 17. It says, in the same way, in his desire to show the heirs of the promise, the unchangeable nature of his purpose, intervened, intervened and guaranteed it with an oath. So that by two unchangeable things, his promise and his oath, in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to God for refuge would have strong encouragement and indwelling strength to hold tightly to the hope set before us. This hope 
This confident assurance we have as an anchor of the soul, it cannot slip and it cannot break down under whatever pressure bears upon it. A safe, so this hope that we have as an anchor for the soul, it's a safe and steadfast hope that enters within the veil of the heavenly temple, that most holy place in which the very presence of God dwells. God cannot lie. He is not changing. His nature stays the same. And that's why this month I want to focus on the character of God and the fact that our God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This world is unpredictable every single day. If you're watching the news, stop. But if you're watching the news or you get your news from wherever it is, it is in upheaval, right? It's changing constantly. But I, what I love is our God is unchanging. He's, he knows all that is going on. And he's like, daughter, I have you. Lay everything at my feet. I am your king. I am your Yahweh. I am your God, your life, your breath. Trust me because this world, it's going to disappoint Father, I thank you so much that you are immutable. You are unchanging. You are trustworthy. We can believe what you have said, that it will be fulfilled in your timing. We want it done yesterday. We want the things that we pray for to happen right now. But you have a perfect timing. And just because it takes a little bit longer than maybe we thought it would, doesn't mean that you have changed, that you have made um alterations to your plan. Your plan is your plan. And it's going to happen and unfold in your time, not ours. I thank you, Lord, for that. And I just pray that this month we would spend time thankful for all the things that you have given us, our families, our homes, our, you know, uh, work, our, just all of the things that you have provided for us that you don't need to, but also that we can first and foremost focus on who you are. And that you, you are perfect and complete. You are the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. You are the God of creation. You are the God who parted the Red Sea. You are the God who sent your son to this earth to shed his blood to cover our sins. And you are the God of what will happen in the future. Lord, I just pray that we would lay all of our fears and worries and concerns before you because you know them all and you are the same. Thank you, Lord, in your son's name. Amen. Friend, I hope that this was an encouraging, an encouraging episode for you that you can take some time and focus on who our God is and that he does not change. Hallelujah and amen. I'll see you next week. Really quick. Before you go, would you take a second to subscribe to the podcast? Wherever you are listening right now, go find out how you can subscribe. That way you're not going to miss a single episode. And secondly, if you like what you're hearing, would you leave me a review? A five-star review on Apple Podcasts would mean so much to me. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.